Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 40. Whoa! Oh, my goodness. 40? Are you 40? Good morning. Good morning to you and you and you and you. Hey, good morning to you, Ed. Have a wonderful morning. Thank you, Bob. Wherever you are. I hope you have a great morning, too. Would you like more coffee? <laughs> yeah, I like that positive stuff. There you go. Oh, me, number 40. How exciting. Oh, good morning. Good morning. All right, we're going to get this thing cranked up, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Ed and Bob Show. We've got an exciting 30 minutes coming your way. Tease, tease everybody, Ed. Just tease them. Well, you know, we're going to be talking up. about uh, so many things that just the whole world revolves around nuclear warheads. <laughs> if one of those suckers goes off, that's Ooh, the end of it. That would be bad. <laughs> that would be the end of it. So was, we're going to talk about that. We got the yeah. mailbox and we've got the. Our uh, usual things. Complaints. Complaints. Like that. We've We're got, pretty good at complaining. We've got so many complaints. It, <sighs> and you said, last time I didn't get into it, you said people were complaining about me. Is that what you said? Were you kidding? I was kidding. Oh, okay, good. Or anybody complaining? No, because most of the people are complaining about you. I know it. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into the news, Ed. Totally uh, ignored. One of the biggest news uh, items, I guess, I saw, or one of them locally at, at least, was that Holly Warlick had been fired. Did that surprise you? Well, I thought she would resign, and oh. they would appoint her some, you know, well. position or something and is is this if you've been there that long and you were fired does that mean if you don't want to coach you, anymore you, you wouldn't agree to resign if you don't want to coach anymore hmm. i see i think i think resigning is like giving up i agree or with, giving I agree in, with that, yeah. okay yeah. and firing is that's what they do well, they're through with me but i think i think that gives her more opportunity with another school but um i'm surprised it took so long well, you can't say she did not have um, great opportunity. That's true. And did you did you see the, the internet texts and things that maybe uh, Bruce Pearl would want to come back and coach the lady? No, that, <laughs> uh, that's a bunch of hooey. Okay, as my that's dad would say. That's a real Tennessee fan. <laughs> oh my God! God. Kidding me? Maybe, yeah, he. He's done very, very well for him, bless his heart. So I don't think he'll be coming back and, and coaching the Lady Vols. Although I think it'll be interesting to see who – there may be a coach out there, a women's coach, that says, I want to succeed where Pat Summit succeeded. I want to be at that same place. Or am I being silly and every coach out there is going, so I don't – ever want to follow up where she was because you're you will never succeed right which one is it it's the second one really? because she's not going to live up to the expectations of what people are used to yeah i i often thought about that with with claude dying yeah claude Tom. i mean imagine being the first one on morning drive on the Ooh. station that he's operated or been number one at for 30 years yeah that'd be something but anyway yeah i i think that's pretty much it and who, got, who followed claude what will and wall no, they were they replaced uh, Claude. That's what I'm saying. They he, yeah. they followed him up. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's right. And they've done all, all right, but they, it, it's still they, uh, that comparison. It's like following Johnny Carson up, yeah. you know, and all those things. Do you ever go down Western Avenue, Oak Ridge Highway? Yes, I do from time to time, and um, uh, I, I've never understood 
why it takes so long to do all they're doing over there. So, you know, that's a Knox County project. Oh, is that those yeah. state highways? I think it is a Knox County project, and I think the deal is is they they have to have the money in the house before they can spend it on it. <laughs> That's, That's not, not like something way. my wife would say. Yeah, I'm not, seriously, it's not a bad way. But anyway, it's You got the money completion. for that? Uh, yeah. No, not yet. Okay. Well, I think it's going to be finished pretty soon now. <laughs> hey, did you see where, you know, Trump uh, vetoed where the House passed that thing and said he couldn't have his wall? Right. And so the uh, he vetoed it. And then they have to come back with two-thirds to, and they didn't have the votes. And so this, the uh, Defense Department set aside it was over a billion dollars for him to get the first part of his wall going so dun, 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 dun. take that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so anyway that, but that was oh, in the news and and um, yeah uh, i i don't you know they're not gonna have the votes to overturn a veto of his i don't think anybody's no, things are going along pretty well right now well i think so too yeah. Well, that's in the news. we got to move along, Ed. Let's get on to your question of the day in this segment. Do you know someone who's raising their grandchildren or great-grandchildren? Um, grandchildren, not great-grandchildren, but I have, I know, well, the former um, police chief here mm-hmm. was raising his grandchild, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, but, there, yeah, I think there's a lot out there. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, People that are addicted to drugs or just having problems, various problems, financially, whatever, that the um, the grandkids have to go live with grandma. Oh. Um, you know, yeah, I, I don't know somebody close to my family that's doing that. So do, do you? Uh, yes. Uh, with my an infant came into our family. Did mm-hmm. I get through that all right? <laughs> but anyway, the uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. You, well, let me ask you this question. I wonder there's some way to find out. Here's the, this, this brings up a great question. Okay, here you've raised your family, and you and your uh, spouse have now, the, the, you're retiring now, and you're going to travel the world, and you're going to have a good time, and you're going to go to the beach, and you're going to go to the mountains, and you're going to take the train across Canada. And, and you're going to spend the rest of your life babysitting or, or, raising, or a raising a child. child. And all of a sudden, you love this child to death, and you're, you're like, well, that's I guess that's part of the old things they say, sometimes life isn't fair. And all of a sudden, it's up to you, because nobody's going to love that child the way you would. And and then you're heartbroken, I would think, as a a grandparent like that, for the fact that you did everything right in your yeah. life, and then circumstances come along mm-hmm. to alter your what you work so hard for in your plan. Not that you don't love the child. I've seen so much of this; mm. it really concerns me. I've, it's, I think it's it's there's more going on than what we know. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. Of course, you don't. Uh, when you think about, and I think a lot of grandparents keep quiet about it. You think so? Yeah, I don't think oh, yeah. they turn it into DHS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say back in the twenties or thirties, you hear all those stories about so and so was raised by their grandparents, even back mm-hmm. in the twenties and thirties. It's not like it's something new, but it just seems to be, I think, more. But you go back also uh, back in the day, twenties, thirties, back in those times, the grandparents lived in the house because it was their house, right? 
And yeah. it was the homestead. And they raised everybody. Yeah. They were still raising their children and, and their children's yeah. children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at that going on. That's right. All right, I got What's a question. Your question. Here's my question today. Tax day is coming up very soon, April 15th. And, the, you know, I was – our tax code's out of control. They say if you took the tax code and sat on its side, it'd be taller than all of us. Well, you're not going to read it anyway, are you? Not, well, we would never understand it because half of it probably – uh, says the other half is is wrong. Well, there's just some basic things that you really need to know from it that you really want to know. You know, how much is the tax rate? Has that changed? And what what's the percent of corporate tax now? So all of that's, you know, with those rates changing, it's benefiting the general public, I think. Well, you know, the there's 2017 Tax Act, I mean, Trump was determined that he was going to change the tax code. Mm-hmm. And he did what he could. And this report just came out in the last week. It's the first time since the Great Recession, lower-end earners are receiving greater benefits than higher-end workers when it comes to take-home pay, according to uh, one of the leading banking firms. First time this has ever happened. Um, Goldman Sachs says the data shows since the economic recovery of the mid-2009 era, uh, the bottom half earners benefited more than the top half by as much as twice as much. But that's a good thing. It's a very good thing, but why, why, are, think, why are people shouting this from the rooftops? Well, that's, I don't know. Maybe because it's our, the way the television stations handle it in the news department, I guess. I feel like they, they're totally a, a, against it, this country even looking good. So, if if well. if that's the, the, the deal, then... Well, we, I would think that what Trump won't get any credit for this. No, he won't. It, it, no. The guy from Wisconsin that did it for the state of Wisconsin has kind of been put to charge of it on the federal level. But they, the Americans for Tax Reform, which they're obviously a group that's for tax reform, says that 90, this is them saying this, 90% of wage earners have higher take-home pay because of the 2017 tax reform. And I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now saying, oh, come on now, Bob. Oh, come on now. <laughs> You're saying that's not true? <laughs> well, let's just say, how big was that tax report? The form is, is two feet high or something? In, oh, the, the thing? Yeah, the, the, taller the actual taller. act. Somewhere in there tells you how you can do this. So it, it's all right. Well, tell everybody, amazing? tell everybody what we got coming up. Tease it for them, if you will. And then uh, we're going to let you talk about somebody that you want to tell everybody about. All right. We're going to be talking about missing nuclear warheads. That's crazy. Being here in the Oak Ridge area, <clears throat> it's, um, I think it's something we should know and understand and mm-hmm. what's going on here and what's going on in other countries, too. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And what you got? Well, out in Fountain City, right above the uh, Fountain City Lake, that's where Gentry Griffey Funeral Home operates, the only on-site crematory in Knox County, assuring you that your loved one never leaves their care and allowing them to keep cremation options affordable. I've seen more and more people that says, I'm going to be cremated, Mm -hmm. and they're happy to say it. It's like... It's like a change in a life or something, but it's, um, I mean, they really like that. So if you want some really good care, then you go out to uh, contact the folks at Gentry Griffey, the locally owned and operated funeral home since 1948, and tell them Bob and Ed sent you. You know, they uh, in California, more people are cremated than, than not, and mm-hmm. it's it's been slow to spread to this part of the country. 
Uh, but I think the thing about uh, Gentry Griffey is they, they have their own crematory. Yeah. You, you're never any place else. You would have to leave their care and go somewhere else and then come back. Somebody else would be caring, wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. And that just kind of. Yeah, well, I don't it does know. me too. I think it's great. Yeah. I think I think, I think it's, it's a, important personally. So there you go. Okay. All right, Ed. Let's uh, tell everybody our our topic of the day is how many missing nuclear Ooh. warheads are there in the world? Well, first of all, that can't be true. There's no missing nuclear warheads, right? Right. <laughs> Wrong. I was I was really amazed as I looked into this, and um, it's why I wanted us to talk about it as well. Um, let's first talk about just. The ones we know about. Well, of course, the big one that you're thinking of is the Soviet Union yeah. and what what they have and what they don't have. But, uh, there's this this report shows so many missing everywhere or just unaccounted for. So you don't really know are they missing? Are they in the hands of the enemy? Or are they just yeah unaccounted for? And, and it's kind of like this. <clears throat> Let me uh, throw my two cents in here. It's kind of like the United States. Will tell you where they've lost theirs. They right. know where they've lost them. and can't right. find them. And then you got the Russian when the, the the fall of the Soviet Union. They've never really come out and said who's got what. Yeah. And then there's no clear. Well, yeah, we had uh, you know a thousand of them, and we know where mm-hmm. you know 842 are. The others that we we know nobody's got them. That's bad. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting. Some of the ones that that. We have kind of missed. They found out where they were, though. Is uh, there was a thirty kiloton Mark IV Fat Man nuclear bomb lost over the Pacific, fell out of the airplane. Mm. Can you believe that? Uh, it, it, to me, it's really amazing. Here's here's one: a B forty seven carrying two nuclear weapons, uh, going from McDill Air Force Base to Florida. Uh, they were scheduled to do an air to air refueling over the Mediterranean Sea got lost in thick clouds at 14,000 feet and was never heard from again, never found. Two nuclear weapons on it. Mm. Two. Two. This is like one of those James Bond movies, you know, yeah. where they, they go down to the bottom of the ocean and then they take them out of this old uh, airplane and then they take them <laughs> and they sell them to the highest bidder. I mean, I almost think this could happen. It's it's, it's The one that really kills me, uh, let's see. The North Carolina Swamp? Yes. Where is that at? Uh, the, the North Carolina Swamp. I mean, I didn't know Swamp was that deep. Oh, here it is. Yeah, B-52 carrying two 24-megaton nuclear bombs. The plane crashed near Goldsboro, North Carolina. One of the bombs sank in the wet farmland, and they went down as deep as 50 feet to try to know, get it. I didn't know swamps went down more than 50 Boy, feet. Well, I didn't think so I either. thought swamps you could almost walk through if you had I'll to. I'll bet you that bomb was picked up by somebody. There's some boys over there saying, look what we got over here. But let me ask you, this day and time, in this day and time when we're going up to outer space, we can't find a nuclear bomb that's in the swamp outside of Goldsboro, North Carolina? I don't believe that. I don't know that they want to touch it, though. Why not just leave it and, and walk away, buried, and just say, there I just, you go. I, I just think it's not a good idea. You don't, I don't think so? You think it's going to leak into the wells and the water? I mean, there's another one off the coast of Georgia. There's, I mean, yeah. I just think that um, this is disturbing. Well, I always thought it was disturbing, too, in the Air Force that they would actually put these weapons on an airplane for a training mission. 
I mean, they would put nuclear bombs on an airplane and send it out to do some maneuvers and things. And, and why were they, like the one that said they were taking it from Alaska to Texas, why were they doing that? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know. Uh, hmm. It seems like it ought to stay in Alaska. If they want. <laughs> it's bomb, buddy. Okay, and then the Soviet thing, and you touched on this, and they call it suitcase nukes. Um, these are nuclear weapons that are not under the control of the Russian military authorities. And uh, 84 suitcase, maybe, or they said maybe 84, and then they said, well, maybe 100. Uh, suitcase nukes were out there. And these are small. They're 30 to 50 kilograms, very portable. They would yield a half a kiloton to two kilotons of power on the detonation. But they really don't know where they are. But you're saying there are no suit. Didn't you say there's no suitcase nukes? What do you say? Yeah, they, there's, it, that was that was so many years ago that the the core is rotten now. It wouldn't it wouldn't blow up anyway. Well, so, I, I, I just that's what they said. I just can't believe we don't find the ones that we know are lost in the swamp in North Carolina, and we're not going to find it. So I don't, to me, that's as strange as can be. So. And dare I say, strange as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Tell everybody what we got coming up. There you go. All right. Coming up here, we've got some great things. Oh, good gracious. We're going to talk about our complaints. And oh, I've got a DZ this time. And we got our mailbox. Yeah. And our correction. Our next show is about school. They're saying they want three new ones. Yeah, new schools. How about that? All right. We're going to talk about all that stuff coming up in a moment right now. Pigeon Forge Rod Run. I love it when this comes. This comes around twice a year. This is the spring one. April the 11th to the 13th at the LeConte Center in Pigeon Forge. Cruising on the strip. You're going to see hot rods, uh, classic cars, all this stuff. And most, and this is the most important thing, the greatest thing, and Ed is loving this. You're going to be having a private party with Poncherello from Chips. Eric Estrada will be in town Friday and Saturday for a meet and greet. You'll see Eric Estrada with those shiny pearly whites, and you'll get to talk to him, get an autograph. If you want to go to a party on Friday night with him, uh, you can do that as well. Absolutely. It's the Pigeon Forge Rod Run, the spring version, April 11th through the 13th, going on at the LeConte Center in Pigeon Forge. Sounds like a bunch of fun. It will be. All right, let's open the mailbox. All right, here we go. Going down low in the mailbox, reaching way down there. Oh, dear Ed and Bob. That was it? <laughs> was that their complaint? <laughs> oh, pushing it over to me. Okay, I'll, I'll open it up. How, uh, for, this is Tina from Cumberland Estates, Ed. She says, how long does it take to finish Western Avenue? Oh, it's been going on oh, forever. You we talked were, about it earlier we today. We were just talking about yeah. that. Yeah. So it's, that's interesting. I don't know how many years it's been going on. A long, long time. Uh, let's see. Um, dun, 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 looking it up right now. A, a five-year project. Wow. Seems lo- seems longer to me. It does seem longer than that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's let's see the project to widen the state route from Shod Road to 640. Well, that's a long ways. Yeah. Uh, start well, it started almost six years ago, and uh, they kind of keep saying it's complete and then it's never complete. 
I've been I've been out there recently. Right. You've been out there, haven't you? Yeah, still I have on the road. You know, and it's it's uh, people who live or work near all that construction. That's a horrible headache for them to go through that mm-hmm. every day and every morning, every afternoon. So if you're trying to get out of the road anywhere between four thirty and five thirty, U.S. Lawns guy Drew Starn says. You might as well sit there for 10 or 15 minutes. That's kind of like west to west. <laughs> this road out next to the radio station, Westland Drive. That's a mess. Good grief. Well, if TDOT's doing it, it must be a state highway. I think Western yeah, is right. a state highway. Yeah, TDOT, yeah. Well, right. so, um, you know, Tina, I wish I had better news for you. But the, all I can will, real tell you, eventually, it'll be done. Eventually. Eventually. Yes. All right. All right. You I got found your next my mail. One? All I right. Got later. Vic from Oak Ridge. Yeah. Mr. Victor says the U.S. government built Oak Ridge and it now seems to be pulling out of the area with their investments. Isn't there a sense of responsibility that the U.S. should keep them? Well, Oak Ridge never really existed until the government picked it out because of the land, lay of the land. It was only a few ways to get into that area mm-hmm. and they could put up, you know, protection and military. And um, and it's in the central part of the country, yeah, not on the coast. They built that city, um, not on rock and roll, but on on <laughs> nuclear nuclear bombs. Nuclear bombs. <laughs> and so it does seem like to me, the U.S. government is slowly trying to sneak out of there. I think they are. Did I mean, know? they tore down what K twenty. Well, they've torn down uh, all the X ten. Uh, yeah, K twenty five, which was the big one, and and. Um, I don't know. It just seems like you don't see as quite a government presence there. Well, are you are nuclear labs still there, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I think of. You know what's going on in that lab, and that's world changing mm-hmm. stuff going on there. It seems like to the, me they're more involved in moving nuclear waste around. Well, they do that too. Yeah, they say they say there are mm-hmm. tractor trailer trucks that will pull out of Oak Ridge. They won't have any markings on it. look like a normal truck going down the highway. But you have an unmarked SUV following it. Machine guns, everything. The the driver has mm. machine guns. They're being tracked the whole time. And there are people sitting in Oak Ridge. And all they do is sit in a room and watch that truck go down the road. And if that truck was to get stopped by the state police or the local county, they say everything, and and their grandmother would come down on it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but but the, what are they carrying in the truck? Nuclear waste, waste being moved going around. to South Carolina, going somewhere to be disposed of. Wow. Yeah, but you would never know that's what was happening. It just it just looks like an old you know tractor trailer truck coming yeah. out of Oak Ridge. So that's amazing. Well, anyway, yeah, that, that's fun. But the government does, I think, have some sort of duty to Oak Ridge. They built the town, so why don't they bring in more? Uh, well, the government, government owns. Yeah, it's it's a, like a TVA thing in a way. The government owns the property. Most of the property in Oak Ridge is owned. They had all the houses. At they one own, time. Yeah, they own. I mean, they own almost everything out there. I wonder if, how much of the land they do own. It is probably a majority. Of yeah. It. Well, all right. I wish I had better news for you, Vic. I don't. I. I it does seem. I agree with you though. I, I. I tend to think it looks like they're kind of, you know, taking one step at a time backwards and getting out of there. So. All right, let's. Uh, this is the Ed and Bob show, and we have got some um, complaints. Oh, we do, we do, we do. We're the people. Ed, I'll yeah. let you complain first. All right, and we got some other things coming up this afternoon too, okay. folks. Talking about some new topics for the future. Okay. All right, here we go. Um, 
if for, for the people that went on spring break, yeah. I was not lucky to be one of them. I wasn't but I, either. <laughs> I heard all these wild stories about being on the beach. Yeah. And not wild. Oh, me and my family and the, the teenage girls. Had, we had so much fun and everybody got along well and all that. But re- in reality, what it is, it's a hotel full of college kids mm-hmm. throwing beer bottles off the side. <laughs> I mean, it's awful. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be there during no, that. No, but it, it, it's... That's I think a it's, big money maker, though, for everybody oh, yeah. being arrested and yeah. uh, all that stuff. So uh, I think there's very few places parents can go for spring break. But... Well, I think, it, to me, the spring break for um, the parents that are grown up now is your Hilton Heads. Hilton Head doesn't well, have any kids spring breakers, yeah. does it? I don't know. I don't think so. But you if, know, you're, if you're growing up, you probably have some kids to take with you, too. You, but it, you know, but yeah. you don't go to Cancun. That's another place that's out of control. Used to be <laughs> it was Daytona. only Florida. Yeah, yeah Daytona, it, was, it used stuff. to be all, only Daytona and Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. That was the only two. And then they had some in California, too. Yeah. Well, well not anymore. Is that where they had girls going wild? Yeah. <laughs> I never saw that. But yeah, well, <laughs> anyway. no, you didn't look at that. No. No, no, no. All right, Ed, I got a complaint, complaint for you. Buddy? Okay, I say, if he, I don't, this has slowly been creeping up on me. If around 4 o'clock, I'm coming from downtown going west, it's starting to remind me, as I get just past the Alcoa Highway exit, and you're coming around that curve and going up there toward I-640. Eat. It's starting to remind me of malfunction junction of years gone by. And it it's stacked up there. And it, I just think when it starts stacking up like that, you need to start saying, well, how are we going to correct this? And I don't see that being done. Well, that's a generation away. But what would you do to correct it? I think it needs to be widened or something. It's, it's just in that curve, isn't it? Well, it, I think the biggest problem is coming off 640, uh-huh. going west, uh-huh. and then them trying to merge those two lanes right. with the three lanes coming up. And they try to tell you stay in your lane. They, something needs to happen there to merge those people yeah. better, be widened or, or, or whatever. But I... Just, I think there's too many cars. It's I feel it coming uh, on. Well, the, <laughs> so if there's too many cars, then you need to do something about the road. I mean, there's just too many cars. And it's backed up on I-640 all the way back to um, Western Avenue. Right. So, and Westland Drive's backed up from North Shore to Kingston Pike, mm-hmm. way up there. How many miles is that? About two or three miles. I'm just hearing a little. Again, I'm starting to feel like malfunction junction again. <laughs> if people aren't old enough to know that, then go Google it or something. Yeah, watch out. So, all right, we got to move along here. Tell everybody how they can complain about, I mean, uh, leave a comment about our show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, all you have to do is go to edandbob.com. This is our website. And go to the comment section and fill it out. Our email, edandbob at yahoo.com. We got quite a few of those this week. We did. At Twitter, it's at edandbobknox, at edbrantley, at Knox, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash edandbob. That easy. Oh. It's just that easy. I, th- I thought that was the end. <laughs> no, I said I, I said you did. That's just that easy. So. Yeah, I know. All right. No, no. I was All waiting right. on the music. <laughs> oh, you want music? Can we have the music, please? Our producer's sitting on his butt back there. So I'm trying to get a new producer. Uh, so what's coming up on our next show? All right. 
Next time, we're going to talk about new schools. Are they in Knox County's future? Well, we just had two new ones, right? You're right. They're actually talking about three now. And ladies and gentlemen, what neighborhood is going to get them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another 60, 70 million is what I heard they were wanting. It's only money. It's only money. It's only money. Oh, my goodness. All right. See you, buddy. I enjoyed it, Mr. Brantley. Thank you, sir. See you next time. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. I've sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head.